0: This is the St. Louis Podcast Network.
1: Breeze and cold in '99, two's old. You're the cold mays to say one. Breeze and cold in '99, two's old. All right. Hello Andy
2: Alpina, how are you? Oh, I'm good man, I'm good Nice to be back
0: It is nice to be back
2: Felt like it was a long break
0: It was a long break Because we didn't record on Memorial Day Or the week of Memorial Day And we're recording this on Not on our usual Monday night But on Wednesday Yeah June 5th Year of our Lord 2019 It's the STL Happy Hour Podcast On the St. Louis Podcast Network I'm Hanselman, John Alpina Sander alongside. Providing all kinds of insight and the gift of Gab that I love. Podcast brought to you by Henry Plumbing Supply. Visit them online, HenryKB.com. That is HenryKB.com. We'll talk about the Mountain here in a little bit.
2: I actually drove by them. Lauren and I both did this weekend. We saw the one of their showrooms. Oh, very nice. Yeah.
0: They're all over there, 14 area locations. You can visit them online at Henry at kb. dot com. You can find us all kinds of places. You can find us at stlpodcast.com. dot com. You can also find us uh, through links on Facebook on the STL Happy Hour page. Did anybody ever asked any questions on the STL Happy Hour page?
2: Uh, we got a lot of questions. A lot of them were just uh, us wanting to address certain topics like religion and politics and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So it's so it's, it's touch and go in terms of what we what we'd like to talk about. Uh, I think. I think as much as we want people to give us uh, some cues or questions to go by, um, most of the time it's just organic what we talk about. From yeah, the it so pretty it much works is. That
0: you can also find us on your favorite podcasting app on your phone, it, whether it be Apple Podcasts, which is the new app. But I think Podcasts has actually been out for quite a while now. Yeah, it's the podcast app on your phone on your Apple iPhone, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and or Spotify. Just look up STL. Happy hour, and you can relive the 14 previous episodes if you feel like it. Like I said, so this is episode 15. It's exciting times. The Blues are still playing hockey. It's unbelievable. It's June, yes, and they're still playing hockey. Game five tomorrow night in Boston.
2: I think we're fine.
0: You and I were uh, texting during the game on uh, on Monday night, kind of going back and forth, and back just how really how unbelievable it was to
2: spectacular uh,
0: game. They did everything right. They stayed out of the box. Mm-hmm. They didn't expose their special teams, yep. whether it be the power play or the PK, which are both terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is.
2: Mm. No, nah, it can't be perfect at everything. That's and just my theory on it.
0: Boston seems to be, but except for they're, they're not perfect five on five.
2: I, I think the Blues method, and I'm sure anybody's been watching it, the number one way to look at it is the Blues win by beating your ass. Like beating you down until you have nothing left, and that seems to be the method that they use, and it seems to work on everyone.
0: There's lots of to talk about how the Blues are kind of they're kind of bullies.
2: Oh, that's BS, man! I think they're just going back to the old school way of playing hockey.
0: I think I think it's BS too.
2: Yeah. And here's the deal: they can do it back. In fact, Boston did do it back to us in Game Three, and that was the game we lost. That's the game we got blown out because they brought it to us like that.
0: Breaking news today is that what I say his first name Zedko. Chara uh, Zedano. Chara yeah probably a Hockey Hall of Famer
2: yeah I'd say so
0: story career in the NHL yeah out for the rest of the Stanley Cup with a broken jaw
2: yeah that is a big deal when your seven-foot defenseman captain is out yeah yeah
0: it's kind of a big deal
2: well and they have a lot of young defensemen so it, they're they're kind of now going to be relying on a bunch of younger guys to get them through it
0: you know we're talking we're, we're testing about that as well I said I, I hate this for the game Mm. I hate to see guys go down. When you injured. lose big stars, lose a big star like that. Yeah, but what a break for the Blues!
2: It would be like playing if you were a Cardinals fan and we were playing the Los Angeles Angels and Mike Trout went down. As happy as we would be for the Cardinals to not have to play Mike Trout, it still sucks not having Mike Trout in the game because the game is obviously a little bit less because you're missing. The yeah, star player. I mean you're
0: missing one of your one of the NHL's key guys. Yeah, back and, on that D line.
2: He's he's something else. I get what happens if this was his last go. I mean, he is 42 years old. Yeah, I know. God, man, can you imagine taking a puck like up off the stick into your mouth and knocking some of your teeth out? They said, allegedly, that he swallowed some of his teeth. I heard that too. I heard it on the radio today. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how that
0: happens. I've never had teeth knocked out of my head. Thankfully. I've been blessed. I've had that. Have you?
2: Yes, I've had my teeth knocked out 3 times. Yeah! Wow! Once in a bike accident as a kid on a bicycle, fell yeah. and hit concrete, hit a mailbox. Oh! And then once when I played Romeo in Romeo and Juliet, I took a sword to the mouth and it knocked the teeth out. And then once by a large gentleman who got pissed off. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've never swallowed my teeth. Though. No, I've never swallowed. And I, like I said I've never had that happen. Um, Where was my thought process on that? Where was I going with it? What was I going to say? Chara. Something about Chara. Something about. His teeth? Teeth. Chara. Teeth. Chara. (laughs) I don't remember what it was.
2: (laughs) The physical play of the blues?
0: Physical play of the blues. Teeth. Chara. That's what
2: we we have been talking about. Young defense having to take over.
0: Young defense having to take over. (laughs) Now I don't remember. (laughs) Totally lost it. Totally lost it. I think if the Blues win Game 5, that they come home Sunday and they win the Cup. Agreed.
2: Yes. Yes. I honestly think if the Blues just keep playing physical, they're fine. Honestly. Yeah. Just keep putting them into the boards, taking them down. I mean, you have to do it within reason, though. You can't do, like, the crap they tried in Game 3. Flying all over the place. Like, when Braden Shen tried to literally kill David Pasternak coming across the ice. Yeah. And he... If he... He's so lucky he actually didn't land that hit. Like, Pasternak could have really got hurt, hurt. Like, bad. Do you remember the play I'm talking about where he's coming across the center oh, of the yeah. ice? Pasternak is, and Shen is literally hunting him. I, and I, I you can watch it happen. Yeah. It's like attempted murder. <laughs> you killed him. Oh, my God. Mm.
0: So, yeah, but that's those are... Uh, we- Oh, there we go. There we go. Those are my thoughts. That, uh, so you think also, they win also, five, they and, win six. And also, I, I don't think they lose game five either.
2: Why do you think that?
0: I just have a hunch.
2: I feel like we should be having Gloria playing in the background.
0: No, you can't do it. Oh, you can't do this. Jinx it.
2: Yeah.
0: Let me play Gloria after the Blues win.
2: That's true. Would you be one of those people? I've been watching like News Channel Four in the morning, Channel Five in the morning. Uh, I'll bounce back and forth, but I've seen that, uh, especially at the beginning of the Stanley Cup coverage, they sent out like Steve Harris for Channel Four, and they yeah. sent out uh, another reporter for Channel Five. I can't remember who it was, but they went out to that bar, Jacks, where the whole Gloria story happened. Yeah, unfilling. would you go do that? I mean, because they said a lot of those people didn't get tickets to the game. They literally just drove from St. Louis, so these weren't like Philadelphians or like transplants. These were people that drove from St. Louis. To Philadelphia? No. To watch the game?
0: No, I would not do that.
2: And I don't think I could do it either. I mean, I get, I get that it's whatever, but that's a lot. How much money would you put yourself in for Game Six? How much money would you be willing to spend for a ticket for Game Six, assuming the Blues win Game Five and have the possibility of clinching and winning the Stanley Cup here in St. Louis in Game Six? How much money would you spend on a ticket?
0: If I had the wherewithal, let's
2: okay, which let's I don't do, right now. Sure.
0: Uh, I'd spend a grand a ticket.
2: Okay, so grand's where you're at?
0: About a, yeah, grand 1,500 a ticket.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I guess...
0: I'd want to be in the building.
2: Yeah. Were you there for game six in 2011 for the Cardinals? No. No? No. Were you there for any of that World Series No. Run? I've, never,
0: I've never been to a World Series game.
2: Neither have I. Neither have I. Yeah, I've never been. Have you ever been to a Super Bowl? I, have, I know you've uh, done the radio roast stuff. Yeah, but did no, you get I, in for that?
0: No, I've never been to a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, uh, the guy didn't check. The guy who set up our credentials didn't check the box for us to go to the game.
2: <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't laugh, but
0: yeah, that's pretty bad. Thanks, Sea Monster.
2: That's pretty bad. It is what it is. Yeah. So you haven't I'm been not, to a Super
0: Bowl? No, I've not been to a Super Bowl.
2: I'm not. Have you been to any championship? I mean, no. Like, well, you went to the golf one, I guess, last year. Yeah, PGA Championship. We both went there. Yeah. But now that I think about it, I haven't been to a championship. I wasn't,
0: there, I wasn't there on Sunday.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Same here. We only went on Saturday. I went on the practice round with my buddy Tim, and then I went on yeah. Saturday.
0: And we just did practice rounds.
2: Have you seen an NBA game?
0: Never been to an NBA game. Neither have I.
2: And I hate it because I lived in Chicago for a couple of years, and I never yeah, was took Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go. I'm, I'm very upset with myself. I was a poor college student, though.
0: But couldn't you go to the game pretty cheap?
2: I'm sure you could, but dude, I mean, I didn't work. Yeah. So it was like... I mean, you hustle just to find beer money. Yeah, pretty much. You know what much. I'm saying? Yeah. Selling <laughs> cigarettes illegally. <laughs> you know, if you buy them here in St. Louis, they're cheaper.
0: Yeah. yeah. You, go there sell, you go up there and sell them for nine bucks a pack. Allegedly. Right. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> I did the same thing at Mizzou. Sold I mean, cigaret- you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I sold cigarettes illegally, too.
2: Dude, it's, a cr- it's more of a crime to charge somebody $10 for a pack of cigarettes in Illinois. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Or maybe it's just Chicago. Is it that bad over here? In Illinois? Itself? I don't know. I haven't bought any in a while. Hey, there you go. Good for you.
0: Yeah, it's been 10 days.
2: 10 days is good. Yeah. 10 days is good. I'm coming up on, what would it be, February to March, March to April, April to May, May to June, four months, no chew.
0: Yeah, good for you.
2: Yeah. I still think about it, though. I dream about it. I dream about chewing tobacco. I'm not kidding. Do you dream of your cigarettes? Do you dream of them like when you when you and your, your uh, tobacco love? Miss each other? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: not so. kidding, man. I do. I think about it. It's so sad. Like, I would finish a meal and be like, oh, I'd love a chew.
0: Yeah. I know how you, I know how you feel about it. It's crazy stuff.
2: Especially watching the Stanley Cup. Like, because you're nervous. Do you get that nervous anxiety even watching the game? I get it. Legitimately get I was.
0: I was comfortably calm on Monday night.
2: You did talk about that. You texted me that. You yeah. said you were calm.
0: Yeah, I was not worried about the Blues losing that game.
2: What? Why? Why? Why did you think that? I
0: again, it's just it's, just it's Just this inner peace that I have. Yeah. With this, I'm nervous about tomorrow night.
2: Really? Yeah. Because it's in Boston. Because it's Game Five, pivotal. Because... All those things. I'm always nervous about the Blues you after think they Nashville
0: the pivotal game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm always nervous after after they win. Because they're a team that fights back after they lose. So after they win, I, I don't want them ever to be like the Fat Cats. You know what I mean? Like, You know what I'm saying?
0: I do know what you're saying. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just very... I'm just very at ease with the whole thing.
2: What about Jordan Biddington? Feel comfortable with him? I Watching do. him?
0: I do. Again, it just goes back if they just, if they just need to follow their game plan. And that's to stay off special teams.
2: Yeah, in the four.
0: Can shack. you decline a penalty in the National Hockey League? God, I wish they could. Blues sure should. Jesus, they, they absolutely should just decline it.
2: Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing.
0: It really is embarrassing. I mean, it's I mean, it's so sad to say that. Yeah, you know, we don't want that man advantage for two minutes. I'll tell you what, something is super. We might get scored on. <laughs>
2: Shorthanded goal. Something that's super impressive to me about the St. Louis Blues, this particular bunch of uh, of athletes, if you will, uh, is it is incredible that a team that, while we have big-name players, Boston has effing big-name players. Like, lineup is chock full of great players. Yeah, It's like the U.S. hockey team in 1980 playing Russia right now. That's what it feels like to me. Like, you got the... You got the these grit. guys these
0: guys are the scrubs.
2: You got well, you got the grit and the and the want to going up against the st-
0: the stars and the studs. Yeah, the juggernaut.
2: Yeah. And it's and that's what's made I it like so that impressive. I
0: like that comparison. Oh, the the story is unbelievable. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's Kurt Warner ask.
2: Bennington for sure has a Kurt Warner. Like it kind of does feel like the
0: 1999 Rams. Yeah. It, 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 it I mean, I remember that very very well. Yeah. Uh, I was I was an illegal drinking adult, so uh, yeah. I, I hope I remember it very, very well. Um, just the excitement around each game, yeah, and just knowing that they were going to win each game.
2: I'll tell you what, it kind of has a feeling of the 2011 World Series start, the 2011 Cardinals as well. I know not to take it away from the Blues, but if you're thinking about it, like the Cardinals that season in 2011 sucked in the beginning; they were, Terrible. were awful. People were like, who the hell are these guys? LaRusse is calling people out, and it's just a mess. Yeah. And then they get super hot for a stretch in time, like the Blues did when they won 11 in a row.
0: Yep. Now, was that the year that they needed, like, Philadelphia to lose to? Atlanta lost, like, the last 15 games or something.
2: It was crazy. And we won a bunch of the last
0: games. And Atlanta only had to win one game. Yes. And they they didn't win any of them. Yes. Couldn't win one of them.
2: Yes. And then we had to play Philadelphia out of the gate, which was the juggernaut. Yeah, that was with Ryan Howard and Roy Halladay and uh, Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels. It had they had all the pitching. Yep, they had everything, and and then the Cardinals come out and win that, and then they win the next round. You know what I mean? It was
0: in that duel. It was uh,
2: Brewers were the next game.
0: Brewers were the next. Uh, that game five. Carpenter. I, it was a Carpenter. Yes. Oswald or Carpenter halliday Halladay. Yeah. Halliday. That one nothing. Yes. Pitching. Carpenter. Chris Carpenter pitching display. Yeah. Which is by far one of the best baseball games I've still ever seen in my life. Yes.
2: Just like this year's playoffs, a couple couple of the Blues wins are the best hockey games I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Ever, 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 ever.
0: Is the Game 4 win the most important win to date in St. Louis Blues history?
2: Yes. Yeah, because it's the Stanley Cup. It's the first one ever at home. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it absolutely is. I mean, I guess you could say the most important one was is the first one, Game 2. But it wasn't at home. I think that always kind of takes away from it. Like, if the Blues win in seven against Boston, in Boston, of course we're going to be thrilled, but it's not going to be at home, so it's kind of going to have a little bit of a less. Just a hint, a little less.
0: Yeah. That's why I want them to win Saturday, uh, Sunday. Win, win tomorrow, win Sunday.
2: Yeah. yeah. I will say that game, game six, the double overtime, or, yeah, was was it game six with Maroon yes. against Dallas, the double overtime. Yep. That that. That game was, That's a, hu- the, that was a huge game. One of game. the greatest games I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Huge game. Ever. I, ever. <clears throat> I was I was amazed.
0: We were talking on the radio the other day. What are some of so what would you rather see watching at home? A seven to two route or a two to one double overtime loss?
2: Well, where where's my other option to watch it? You said at home.
0: Not in not. Not paying thousands of dollars to sit to sit at Enterprise Center to watch it, you're just not there.
2: I'll be honest with you, because of my nervousness while I'm watching a game, um, I'm always more apt to be at home. I like watching the games at home. I like watching it and in the comfort of my thing, you know, nervously chewing my fingernails like a
0: loser. the The opposing question is then, if you had spent if you had spent thousands of dollars to watch to go to the game, yeah. Would you rather seen a route, or would you rather seen a close game?
2: Well, I mean, on the route end, it sucks because you're losing seven to two. I'm gonna take the the two to one. Because at home, if
0: you're if you're not at the game, yeah, you didn't spend the money. Yep, and you can turn the channel. Yep,
2: which I didn't. Lauren thought I was crazy. She started went. She went in the bedroom, and started watching Mad Men. Oh, did and she? She was like, "Are you seriously gonna finish this?" I go, I I, I go. I don't know the next time this will happen, and that's the truth. Like, yeah. Jesus, when was the last time? 70? We were even there? 49 years ago. Was the last time we were even at this point. So, yeah. to not watch every minute of it, which is why you and I, why we talked on Monday and didn't do the show Monday, was because I'll be honest, I know for me, you're a professional, I'm not. I would totally be distracted watching the game
0: i'm not a professional let's get let's get that straight (laughs) but you're more professional than i am i am am a no talent hack
2: i would i i just knew me i knew enough about myself to know that if this screen to our right which is a beautiful 60 70 inch television by the way if this would have been on i would have been watching that and you could have been talking about anything anything and i would have been completely And,
0: and i would have been the same way
2: gone yeah. I would have not been any part of the conversation yeah. I would not lo- want that
0: I would have loved to watch a game with you but yeah uh, yeah
2: like we enjoyed watching this we've watched uh, the
0: start. one of the yeah, we watched, games. we watched quite a, few, a couple games together. but it's
2: something I mean this is at a point we are at such a um, unheralded ground for us St. Louisans that it's like uh, yeah I gotta watch this like
0: and I'm past the happy to be here and yeah, now, now I want it I want to win I want it I want it too
2: and it, do you hate David Backus I know no. we've talked about this no no I just yeah I guess I get it because like I don't know man maybe because I loved him so much as a blue I really did love
0: David. oh he was one of my favorite blues too and I guess but,
2: it, I understand the theory that it's part of the game but fuck man dude I'm really tired of seeing him hitting our guys yeah I really am
0: yeah I don't I don't I don't I don't hate anybody It's. it's all just a sport
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you think those guys have issues with it? Because I know, like Backus, you know, he's friends with a lot of those guys on the blue. Well, him currently. and Petro
0: are still tight. I mean, I think Backus where Petro was the best man at Backus's wedding or something. Yeah. I mean, they're tight. How tough is that?
2: How how tough? That would be like you and me having to lace it up and go out there and just you know. Yeah, and then beat the hell out of each and other. Petro
0: had to pull Backus off of Bennington yeah. in game. Was it game three or game it was the three? last game? Oh yeah, it was game four. Yeah.
2: Could you, I mean, honestly, could you imagine you have to play like one of your best buddies and like, I mean, this isn't like you're playing in baseball where it's like, oh, if you get a strike out a boo, hiss, whatever. No. This is knocking the hell out of the guy. Yeah. Like, pick your best friend. I don't know who it is. Pick your best friend.
0: Yeah, I could easily put a shoulder into you him. You could do it? Yeah. You little fucker.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, God, man. It's the same way I could never do the UFC. Like, you couldn't ask me to get in the octagon to fight somebody. Now, if we're at a bar and someone starts bothering me, my loved ones, my friends, I'm ready to go right there. Are you at, really? Oh, yeah. Sure. Still? Dude if, look, dude, if it's me or you, it's always me. I always would choose me. Yeah, wow. Protect my family, my friends. You I bet. Just,
0: I just let it go. People are,
2: no, I'm, no, I'm talking really bothering you. Oh, okay. Right? I'm not talking some dude like bumps into me and knocks my water over like, oh, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. No. I don't even have that in my DNA. My DNA is like, let's say like you and I are out at a bar and some dude's like really harassing you. Yeah. Like really busting you up, like really giving you shit or like physically imposing himself on you, which is hard to do considering you're like six, four or whatever you are. Right. Like, but yeah, sure. Fight, yeah, or, I don't fight or fight. I don't, I'm
0: always. Fighting. I don't get that too often, believe it or not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you're very tall, dude. Trying to screw mean. with
0: me. It's happened before, but uh, I
2: guess it's a fight or flight thing,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, and I and I whenever it happens, I like like I told the story about kickball. Yeah, and my heart just goes into my stomach. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't have the stomach for it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I but what I was like. Like, like whatever my roundabout point was like, that's why I could never do the octagon because like I would have to really hate the other person or have like a real beef. Like I right. could not just step in and go, hey, man, let's just knock the hell out of each other. You know, And like, then a
0: lot, I think a lot of those guys know each other.
2: They're like friends. <laughs> Some of them are like actual buddies or they've come up training with each other. That's yeah. crazy to me, man. That's nuts. Fighting for fun. I don't understand that. <laughs> Although I got buddies that do it. I got a buddy. Who loves it. Not my bag.
0: No, I don't get it either. It's just me.
2: So you think Blue's in six. You feel comfy with that? Yep. If the Blues lose tomorrow, do you think Blue's in seven? Or does it change your direction of what you think it would go? Bruins. Yeah. If the Bruins take it, then they probably... I mean, because their chances have to go to at least, what, 80% at that point?
0: I would imagine so.
2: Because I had heard a stat. I swear I heard a stat. It was something along the lines of, like, whoever wins game one of the Stanley Cup wins, like, 72% of the time. Something crazy like that. So, I mean...
0: And then also, you hear the same thing for Game 2. Whoever wins Game 2 wins 77% of the time. Whoever wins Game 3 wins... Right. The so, numbers are close, I The guess. numbers are all close.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, what they don't have is if... If you go up 2-0 well in a series, mm-hmm. what that percentage is. I think It's got to be huge. If you go up 3-1 in a series... It's big. It's got to be over 90%. Yeah,
2: because you don't often hear that. Like... A team coming back in the Stanley Cup from down 3-1. It's never happened. Oh, well, that would be why you've never heard of it.
0: Yeah. I don't think, I don't, I don't think it's ever happened. Because
2: that would be really impressive to come back. I mean, because you're at least on the road another two times. Yeah, that's tough, man. 3-1. I mean, because I'm trying to think if it's come. If it, I mean, has it happened in baseball? I'm sure it's happened in baseball because of the long history of baseball. I'm trying to think Like I can't even remember the last time it happened in baseball would it have been I don't
0: know uh, has it
2: happened in hockey
0: MLB teams have overcome 3-1 deficits 13 times including a 3-0 deficit one time six of which occurred in the World Series uh, it had, the last time it so happened, baseball
2: it's happened 13 times
0: so the last time it happened was uh, the 2016 World Series when the Cubs were down 3-1 to the Indians
2: oh wow yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, the Indians look like they had that all sewed up.
0: Twenty twelve NLCS, Cardinals were up three to one on the Giants.
2: <sighs> That's gross. That makes me feel a little sick.
0: Nineteen ninety six, Cardinals were up three to one on the Braves NLCS. <sighs>
2: Come on, St. Louis. So it has it has happened in the MLB, but has it happened in the NHL?
0: And back in uh once in nineteen forty two.
2: Oh, by the way, breaking news, this just happened. Uh, All-star closer Craig Kimbrell yeah. of the Boston Red Sox signs with the Chicago Cubs. Oh, That makes me a little sick on the inside. Ugh. Well, congratulations to my buddies who do listen to this podcast that are uh, Cub fans, but uh, I'm not happy about that. And if you're a Cardinal fan watching this team flounder around, that's another thing that has happened with the power of the Blues is that no one has paid attention to the St. Louis Cardinals and how much they have sucked. I'm just Awful. gonna be honest. There. I know they just won a couple games against the Cubs,
0: but then they go drop a goose egg against Cincinnati last
2: night. I mean, seriously. This team is I, I don't I don't want to get on like a hot take wagon and all aboard. It's just I don't know. Cardinals are really disappointing to me. I, I, I know I shouldn't expect the team to be going every year, but I don't know, man. Don't don't you feel like that? Maybe it's my fault for expecting them. I mean, do you think they're anything any good? I just don't feel like they're any good this year.
0: <sighs> my hot take my hot take button isn't really working today for some reason. Uh no, I don't think they'll be very good. I'm, I think they'll be a five hundred ball club. Even yeah. even though even after the hot start. So does that unless, get rid of Unless, I don't know.
2: I don't think so. Let's say the Cardinals miss the playoffs again for whatever amount of years this is now, four, five. Be four? Four.
0: Longest stretch, shit, probably since the early nineties.
2: So, do you think? I mean, you think Mazzella gets away with it again, another year? That's the storyline that that's going to get real, real hot here once uh, once the Blues situation comes to an end. Well, hopefully,
0: maybe they've written their act out by then.
2: I guess, man. I just don't think they have the team. I don't think they have the players. Now, there's people that are going to listen to this and say, oh, well, they have this, this, and this. I mean, go through the lineup. I don't honestly think they have the team. Now, it's going to be funny in six months from now when they're playing the World Series, like when people thought the Blues were trash at the beginning of the season and then all of a sudden now they're in the Stanley Cup. But I don't know. Hot take. That's my hot take. I've been
0: to a couple, couple games this season. Ozuna's been good. I mean, I, I've watched a bunch too. Ozuna's been good. Sure. Fowler's been good. Sure. Goldschmidt's been okay. But I think he's, I, I understand that Goldschmidt is like, is like, is a holiday type player where he'll warm up a lot in June.
2: Okay. I can buy that. I've heard that. Yeah, I'd buy that.
0: But their starting pitching is just atrocious. Yeah. It's just atrocious. How on earth do you keep wheeling Adam Wainwright out there? And he's been one of your best pitchers all year, but. I just feel like it's—he's going to become a liability at some point.
2: I feel like you're just doing a lot of like, um, you know, putting pieces in a puzzle and hoping that it's eventually going to work out. And I'm just not a big fan of that. I'm a fan of bring the best to the table and then figure it out. Not a fan of piecing it all together. It's a long season though, so I'm sure they could turn it around.
0: We'll see how it all shakes here. Back to you, Steve.
2: Hey, we went to Salt and Smoke for Lauren's birthday the other day. How was Sultan's me? Oh, it was so good, man!
0: I saw Tom Schmidt at the G Eight Summit. Really? Yeah, yeah. G Eight Summit is a a gathering of TMA listeners uh, when uh, Deke Dodum comes to town. Yeah, and we had it at the uh, the Kirkwood Brewhouse.
2: How was that? Did you guys have a good time? How
0: was it? It was good. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, and that was a great. Time.
2: And then last week you were DJing or whatever you'd like to call it, show hosting, co hosting for the morning after, which is again a radio show that I used to work for. Andy still has a. Uh, Work with
0: yeah. So last week was uh, it was Dotem week Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the aforementioned deke Dotem Holy uh, week. Holy, pretty much high holy days. Uh, Thursday and Friday they had the uh, scramble, the Dotem Invitational out at Normandy, and uh, that was a huge, huge success. Mm -hmm. And then, but Wednesday night was TMA live, so I take all my PA system and you know set all the speakers up and sit there with my computer and pretty much just do what we do here. Sure have the same board and just plug all the headsets in and just record a little radio show that they present on the air. Do they use these microphones we're using? No. Uh, yeah, we, uh, sometimes. I just wondered, is this like Lisa Ann's mic? Uh, no, Lisa Ann had a headset the other, oh, last time. Okay. Yeah, she had a headset last time. I think she used this one uh, the year before. Nice. So hung out with Lisa Ann for a couple hours on Friday.
2: Lisa Ann being the number one downloaded adult actress yeah. in the world for the women out there listening that have no idea she's what she's cool. talking about. And she is super cool. She's a huge sports nerd, huge yeah. sports nerd. In fact, she hosts a uh, podcast for SiriusXM yep. where she talks about fantasy football and other fantasy sports. And uh, so outside of being the number one downloaded adult actress in the world, which is crazy.
0: She was retired from the porn industry for uh, quite a while. Yep. Uh, and then started back up about a year and a half ago uh, starring in roles and directing mm. folks as well. Nice. So she's just really, really cool to talk to, even when it's not about the. you porn and I stuff. were
2: talking about that before the show. She yeah. is extremely uh, well put together in terms yeah. of like just mental health and everything. I mean, considering that particular industry, the pornography industry, unfortunately, you know, a large number of the people fall out because, you know, it is what it is, whether it's public shame or whatever drugs they get into, things like that, they tend to fall apart. Not Lisa and she
0: talked about it. And as a matter of fact, she talked about a time I found this story extremely fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the producers were bringing up talent from Brazil. Okay. Male talent from Brazil.
2: Okay. So these porn producers were bringing up male talent. Yeah, this is
0: the late 90s. Okay. So she and, and so she had gone to a set. And uh, she refused to do it because uh, the Brazilian HIV test was not the same as the American HIV test. Oh, and really? She wasn't going to do anything with this guy. Without and, knowing. Without knowing for sure. Sure. And the guy was HIV positive.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah, so she's, she walked off set. So I'm not doing this.
2: God, yeah. I'm, you got to be careful, man. Most Your people, health has to be first.
0: Yeah, but most of those girls can't process like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she always seems to be ahead. And she she talks and speaks exactly how she is a businesswoman, which yeah. is awesome. I mean, you know, of course it's a different business than 99.9% of people are in. Yeah. But it she does treat it like a business and she, she absolutely does. You know, she markets it like a business, she makes money off it like I mean, good for her. But yeah. I just thought, I was just wanting to talk. I thought that was a really good uh, TMA Live you guys did the other day. I thought it was really good.
0: Yeah, we had a great time with it as well. Over you know, at Hot Shots? It, it was at Hot Shots in Fenton, the yeah. uh, Yankee Stadium of Hot Shots. Yep, yep. So.
2: Well, that's cool. Seemed like a good time.
0: Looking at the Cardinals, back to the Cardinals for a second. Team a, team ERA of 4.3. That's a problem. Going down the line, Miles Michaelis, ERA. 4.41 Adam Wainwright 4.34 Jack Flaherty 3.76 Dakota Hudson 3.94 Michael Walker 6.3
2: that's a problem that means you have to score five runs a game to win that's assuming the the bullpen gives up nothing on average you have to score five runs a game to win that's just not good it's just not gonna cut it man
0: everybody's over 500 or at 500 except for Michaelis who is four and five on the season
2: which is also terrifying if you're Mosey and you just gave him $68 million and a four-year deal. Because all of a sudden, the guy that lost, what, two games last year? Three games last year? Struggling. Is that what he did last year? Yeah, it was like two or three games last year, man. He How was he... incredible last year. I know he was good. Because he had like 19 wins or something. He almost made 20 wins.
0: Uh, he was 18-4 and four last year. 18-4. and four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's a team leader.
2: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, who else would have beat him? I can't think of anybody. Flaherty came on at the end. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, now that the I, Cubs have Kimbrel and everything else they already have and the fact that they were already jumping ahead of us, I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Evidently, Reyes is on his way back, too, pretty soon. he's throwing He's been pitching in Memphis this week. Okay. Now, granted, is he, is, is, is he going to punch another wall? Is he <laughs> stable enough? Well, to And his body just gives up on him anyway. Take the Yeah, I know. It's just ridiculous.
2: It's got to be heartbreaking as an athlete to work your way all the way up into your dream spot, and then all of a sudden your body just starts giving out. You know what they did at salt and smoke Just to jump all over the damn place like we do all over this. For Lauren's birthday, instead of they offered her the option of having a piece of cake on the house or a whiskey shot. Oh, nice. And they brought a candle next to the whiskey shot, and everything was the whole deal, man. It's awesome. And Lauren took half of the shot.
0: What kind of whiskey was it?
2: We we don't know. We guess if they're giving it away for free, it's probably not you know, Yeah. The high end. special. But hey, maybe, maybe, maybe her brother ended up having the rest of the shot. And then we went and saw Tom Segura.
0: Yeah, that was Tom Segura.
2: Awesome, dude. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. He really is. And he did two shows. So he did one at Stiefel at 7 o'clock, and then he did another show at the pageant at 10 o'clock. Oh, really? We went and saw the show at the pageant because our friends already in Sydney had free tickets. Yeah. And it was a blast. It was a great time. And he put on an hour and a half show. Really? Hour and a half, dude. Show started at ten. Had an opener come out for about I don't know twenty, thirty minutes. Showing it at midnight. Awesome, great show. Would totally recommend Tom Skura to anyone.
0: That's good news. That's good to hear.
2: And tonight, I think unfortunately Adam Sandler's in town while it's pouring down rain. He like is this. my
0: brother. My brother and my sister in law are there now. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Wow, that sucks with the weather. Yeah. I wonder how they address that. Because not like Adam, I would think he's rain or shine. Back. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, hopefully you have seats and not out on the lawn.
2: Yeah, that's what sucks though,
0: man. Yeah. Mm. Um, they have seats or are they lawn I have no idea
2: mm. what's the last comedy show you saw do you remember stand up comedy
0: um I know I've seen Ron Ramey I went to saw Seinfeld Fox really uh huh loved it loved it
2: I want to see him he's like one of my he's like the white whale or whatever the hell that is that people talk about you know like when you're chasing the one thing that would be Jerry Seinfeld I'd love to see Jerry Seinfeld do you watch his Comedians and Cars getting coffee? Oh, I love it. I love that show. Yeah. Lauren and I watched the entire thing. It's so funny. It's on Netflix if people haven't watched it. It's called Comedians and Cars getting coffee, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. Does he rent those cars? I think people
0: lend... Lend him the cars. Lend him the cars.
2: So he drives these, like, world-class, old-school, sometimes newer, but mostly old-school vehicles, like yeah. 1962 Jaguar. I, I, don't, know. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say, but it's like something like that. And then he picks up said celebrity, Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey, Alec Baldwin, Barack Obama, Barack Obama. That was while he was in the White House, too. Yeah. Um, Zach Galifianakis, all the guys. I mean, he's whoever. He's got four or five seasons of the show. Huge stars. Yeah. And then they literally just talk about sometimes it's deep, but a lot of times it's not. It's just because Jerry's like, how would you describe Jerry Seinfeld's personality? Dry. Yes. I, it's hard to describe Jerry Seinfeld's personality to me because it's like, I think he just, that's what he puts out there. Right. Like, what's going really behind those wheels? You know what I mean? Like, what's turning in his brain? He's got to be crazy. I think he is crazy, and I think that's why he's so dry on the outside. To
0: have that kind of success and be and be that funny, you have to be crazy. Yes. Larry Dave is a nut.
2: Yeah. But Larry's also, like, super uh, gregarious and stuff like that, like, out in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, I don't, I don't know. But, like, uh, so anyway, so Jerry picks these people up, and they talk about whatever, and they're in the car, and the videos are on, and the camera's on them, and they uh, sometimes talk about the actual car itself, because some of the cars are super cool, man. Oh, yeah. Super nice. And then they get coffee.
0: What's the nicest car that you've ever ridden in?
2: Oh, I haven't been hashtag blessed. My dad bought a Z- 71 camaro is that they're called it was a 2015 at the time or 14 whatever it was but it was brand new and i uh i guess that would be it i i remember my dad letting me drive it and then i was driving like 60 on the highway and he's like are you gonna open it up like a man and then i did called you ever being a puss huh yeah i was like it's not my car (laughs) i didn't think i could just gas it around
0: uh had this buddy he owned a couple uh, McDonald's, so he had a little cache. Nice. And he liked collecting classic cars. Mm-hmm. He had a 1978 Lincoln Continental. Nice. Which is like a boat, mm-hmm. like driving around on a couch. Yeah. And you could hit a bump and the, the shocks and thing just go.
2: Yeah, like. <sighs> yeah.
0: And he also had a 1968 Buick Riviera.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: For 1968. I mean, like, even there was like exposed metal that was painted inside the vehicle still. Mm-hmm. There was no like plastic molding all over this stuff. Mm-hmm. Simple, clean lines. Beautiful interior.
2: 1968 Buick Riviera.
0: Yeah. Two door.
2: What color? You remember? It was
0: white. Nice. With white interior. White. Ooh, white, white. on white. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Fully restored. Really? Yeah. And that was that's the nicest vehicle I've ever sat in. Does he still own the McDonald's? Down in Arkansas. Yeah. He owned the one up there in Bridgeton at two seventy in the Rock Road. Really? Yeah.
2: So do you think McDonald's is still doing okay in the in the modern day scheme of things? Because there are so many options
0: and Yeah, because kids still love it. And they yeah. beg to go there, and parents get tired of hearing it. <laughs> yeah, You'll true. start hearing it someday soon, eventually.
2: Ensley started saying
0: words. She says more
2: now. She says more. She yeah. says up. Up more oh man
0: yeah anyway that was a uh a super super cool car
2: is that the nice one you've been in yeah
0: like my parents have Audis, and my dad has a, a porsche cayenne right now and mm. i have a chrysler minivan
2: i don't like when people brag bragger <laughs> bragger but nice yeah chrysler minivan though is that a pacifica
0: no, just town and country. Town and country. It was a year before they started doing the Pacificas in the minivan.
2: Okay, because my buddy Mike and his wife Erin just got the Pacifica. It's really nice, actually.
0: Yeah, they're they're great vehicles for yeah. hauling for hauling people and stuff around. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess that helps a lot with you with the DJ stuff.
0: And that's why I had it. I don't really don't carrying it, the speakers
2: yeah. and everything you need to bring along with you. Yeah, you that's definitely why I, need to have something.
0: Yeah, that's why. That's why I have. I really don't need it too much anymore, but. Huh. Yeah, that's I why I was. That. That's why I've been a van man.
2: So this. So this situation with Barstool sports. Okay. Um some of the people out here listening to our podcast will know of Barstool sports. Some of them will not know of Barstool sports. But like even my dad is aware of Barstool sports.
0: And my dad. I don't know, know if my parents are or not. They're a for those of you who don't know, they're a sports juggernaut mm-hmm. that is competing directly with ESPN online. They don't have a presence on television yet. I think they have a couple shows. But they don't have a network of their own.
2: They are on Sirius XM. They have a 85. radio. They have a radio yep. network. Yep. Yep.
0: And they're uh, but th- basically it started out as a blog site, Mm-hmm. and it's grown into podcasts and video and everything. Yeah. And now Dave Portnoy is one of the biggest influencers in the world,
2: and he is the president. He is,
0: he is Stool Presidente on yep. Twitter. He's the president. He's of the of president of Arsenal Sports. <clears throat> anyway, you were saying.
2: No, no. I think you're actually laying it out perfect. So I, I just so uh, Barstool Sports is based out of Boston, correct, or is it New York City? Boston. It's out of Boston. Okay. Um, I obviously don't listen to a bunch of Barstool Sports. It's mostly I don't just either.
0: Not my bag. Not my bag either. So pretty much they 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 go hot take after ESPN. Yeah. A lot. Yeah.
2: I mean, which is fine. Teach their own. Everybody has their own thing. They are wildly popular. It, I mean, like I said, extremely successful. I have a bunch of friends who love it. Love it. So God they're bless. St- they're called stoolies. Yeah. I wish I had uh I wish I we I wish we had that type of following where people were like that. I do too.
0: Anyway, yeah, if you I don't know if you have it but Instead, do you have it? we play with sound effects on the board for half an hour. Yeah, but people like that, man. <laughs> but did uh
2: do you have the are you able to pull up the pizza review if it'll work for us?
0: Yeah, I got it right here. Okay. So what this guy does, he goes around to all these different cities and he will um and he'll walk into a pizza place, mm-hmm. and then he'll walk out with a pizza. And the rule is one bite. He'll judge it off one bite. Mm-hmm. He'll take he'll, he'll take a couple bites, but he says you know the rule is one bite. Right. Uh, he's been featured on. Are you familiar with the show um, John Taffer mm-hmm. Bar uh, Rescue? Bar Rescue. Mm-hmm. So now he's he's one of, you know. This here is one of my very, very good friends, Dave Portnoy, and he's one of the biggest pizza influencers in the country. That's my, yeah. my, my John Taffer. That's
2: actually not bad. Shut it down. That's pretty good.
0: So he's uh with the Bruins being here in St. Louis, uh Boston. Boston, uh <clears throat> for the uh for the Cup Games. He went around to a few different pizza places, and the first places he went was Emo's, and here is Dave Portnoy's reaction to Emo's Pizza. give a little
1: breakdown all right frankie pizza view time i don't know what yp and the emos guys talking about emos uh by far and i mean by far the most requested place when we said we'd come to st louis to watch the Bruins win this thing in five so one bite everybody knows the rules here we go i heard them in there talking about it they are confused they're like i think that's the barstool guy emos the owner manager what do we got here Marketing, just marketing. marketing All right, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. I didn't do much research. I had no idea what that was going to look like. Little square slices, thin. I, I, I wasn't expecting that because most of the time, a lot of people, people uh, online like you're going to hate it. I go in open mind. I'll try everything. Look at this slice of this slice. The little bitty slice. You just picked off the corner Passing piece Maroon of an emo slice. <laughs> Small. One bite. Everyone knows the rules. That is
0: the worst one. That's my favorite.
1: I don't even know what this is. It's like cracker bread pizza. I don't hate it. It's just very, very different. One bite, everybody knows the rules. Another Patrick maroon size slice, small and little. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan of this pizza? Huh? Is it your pizza? No, no. It's got some tang to it, Frankie, but it's like cracker bread pizza. I, it's hard to put it in the same category of the other pizza I've been doing. This is wildly different. I don't hate it. It's got some sort of... What is that tang you got on it? It's just the nature of Proval cheese. So Proval is the uh, St. Louis cheese. It's okay. cheddar Provel. All right, so we got some St. Louis cheese on it, and it is giving it a little bit of a tang. I don't know, I don't know if I get sick of that cheese after a while. Nope. Um, no. I don't mind the crisp. I don't mind the soft, uh, the, the hardness. of I'm going to go 6.2. Oh, he, he just like... Yeah, well, no, let's get it, honestly. I mean, we'll take it. I mean, it's just very different. you got to put it in a totally different category. I don't know that I could eat this all the time. I wouldn't even say it's normal pizza. It's like cracker bread pizza with some weird St. Louis cheese. 6.2. That's review. Emo's.
2: That's not bad. Six point two for a Dave Portnoy barstool pizza review.
0: What's he? I, so I, I've only watched a few of those. What is it? What's he usually rate them? It's
2: pretty low. What's now it? he goes from city to city yeah. whenever he's in what's, these towns. What's a,
0: what's a good one though?
2: I mean, I've, eight. I've seen some eights. Yeah, never, yeah.
0: hardly ever above an eight.
2: Hardly. I mean, again, I, I've only seen. Yeah, I mean, I bet I've seen fifteen or twenty of them just because I think they're funny just to watch, like the reaction. I think his. So you and I were talking about this again before the show. I personally believe Dave Portnoy's whole uh, bravado and all that is all a shtick. I think it's all a... G-
0: oh, it absolutely is. Some people
2: tend to believe he really is just this brash jerk. I don't really believe that. I don't believe that. I mean, maybe. I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't know the guy. I don't know him either. But I mean, I just think it's more of a gimmick. I think it's like well, the Vince Surprise, McMahon surprise.
0: Thing. I have Dave Portnoy waiting out in the green room. He's going to join us. Oh, for this shit. <laughs>
2: and he is a dick. No, I, I don't know. I think it's like the Vince McMahon thing and stuff like that, where it's just like you have to have a villain and it makes people either love yeah. you or hate you, but either way they're still listening or watching.
0: I'd like to see like some early stuff. Yeah. Some early, early stuff. I love. He went to Ted Drew's too. Did he really? Yeah. How'd that go? Do we have that? We do have that. So Emo's got a 6.2. Here, here's Dave Portnoy at, at uh, Ted Drew's. Ah,
2: Maybe.
1: This place. What is it? Drews, Ted Drews Frozen Custard. Ninety years they've been in business, frankly. Ninety years. Ice cream in the country. Custard is just more like fat, making fat. That's essentially what a custard is. Custard versus ice cream. Custard times ice cream times ice cream custard. Had no idea what to order, so I, I asked the kid. I'm like, "What's traditional? Vanilla, nuts, and like uh, whipped cream." I don't know if it's no what are you laughing back there? No? So here we go, Drew is not in nine business. They say it's the best thing. It's like, hey, what do you do in St. Louis? I need the craziest night you got in St. Louis. It's like, <laughs> oh, go eat ice cream. That's what we do here, so that's what we do yeah. Not just ice cream, Ted Drews. What is it? Not just ice cream, Ted Drew's. <laughs> that's what she said. It's not just ice cream, it's Ted Drew's. Frozen, frozen custard. Frozen custard. You know what the difference don't is? Don't call it ice cream. It's just a lot more like creamy. It's just like ice cream on steroids. That's the Fucking good. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> five. Boom, the five. No oh, way. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. This is actually more creamy. This is a legit nine
0: three. Wow, nine three! Outstanding, nine three. What you do when you all? This is all you have to do. nine three on the ice aus- on the ice cream. Nice, good on job, the frozen Ted Cruz. Yeah,
2: nice. That's awesome. So I I I, I don't know. I think I, I I understand everything about Barstool. I think their shirts are fucking hilarious, man. They got good shirts. Like if you look up their bar stool like stuff, their merch you can buy. It's really funny. A lot of the a lot of the stuff's really funny.
0: Before the Blues won game four, uh, there was a, a a Barstool Sabermetrics tweet. Did Pat Maroon curse the Blues? People were asking, so we investigated. Since the bench incident, so for those who don't know what I'm talking about, at, uh, in game two, he scored a goal. If mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, he scored the goal or someone on his line scored the goal, and he sets down... Pat Maroon does. Pat Maroon says to the Bruins bench, mouths it to him. I mean, he says it to him, but just mouth on television. You guys are fucked. Yeah, they caught it on TV. And they caught it on TV. At that time, they had been outscored eight to four, recorded a team save percentage of .814, gone one for eight on the power play, gone four for eight on the penalty kill.
2: And when did that stat come out?
0: Uh, June On Sunday, June 2nd. So before, before game. Uh, yeah. yeah, before game four. That's
2: right. we turned that around That's all right. we turned that around I think so too I think everything about the Blues season has been exactly what we would expect In terms of the playoffs How it's been up and down and all around And you don't know what to expect Boys just keep fighting back Skate boys, skate Yep, they just keep fighting back, man Can I ask you a question? We were talking about this uh, during uh, Friday night uh, When we were out with Lauren's mom Or Lauren's dad and stepmom and brother And a couple friends of ours Um What were things you did to your parents growing up that just pissed them off? Like, what did you do to piss off your parents growing up like every teenager does? Like, did you do that?
0: I was an angel.
2: BS. I'm going to call that BS. Like, there had to be things you did.
0: I had a mouth.
2: Yeah. Smartass? Oh, yeah. So you always had a comeback? That was what I was, too.
0: Yeah, I had a mouth.
2: So, like, for me, obviously... Piercings, tattoos, things of that sort.
0: And I didn't any of that stuff.
2: Did you steal liquor from the liquor no. cabinet? See, I never did that either. That wasn't my thing.
0: Didn't I didn't start smoking until I was. I was just going to say when you start smoking at eighteen. Okay. I was. I mean, I was still living at home, but you know. Were they,
2: your parents supremely disappointed in you when yeah. they caught you with your first cigarette? Yeah. Do you, your parents did they smoke? Yeah, they yeah uh,
0: they do or they did. I uh, did up until recently. Okay. I think my dad is. That doesn't have. I mean, my dad was like a closet smoker. And he smoked like two cigarettes a day, sure, if that. Almost like a stress cigarette. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he did that for years. And my mom's, and then my mom quit uh, a couple years ago too because she got the uh, she got the diverticulitis. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Yeah. Nothing crazy, but yeah. So, so, so you yeah. Didn't so really they were do
2: anything? No. Were you like an A plus student? Too? No. No. Okay. So you were okay. So you were kind of trying to figure out right now so you were decently behaved but you weren't a what what kind of grades did you get in school
0: b's and c's
2: b's and c's
0: procrastinator
2: procrastinator so you would put off a project a yeah series.
0: absolutely okay i still do it
2: do you work well did you work well in groups yeah so let's see i'm just trying to put this all together was your brother uh a straight a student no neither of you
0: no neither one of those 4
2: how'd you guys do on, like the acts and all that you are like a 25. So you were good. Yeah. So you were better than a B student. You just didn't give it your all. Yeah. Just wondered about I that. Think
0: got, I think he got. A, he pretty much got the same score I did. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I never, never really snuck out of the house too much. Yeah.
2: See, so he gave it pretty easy to your parents
0: for uh, being I mean, a teenager. We, we weren't too difficult on him.
2: See, I was bad once college started. That was when it just the wheels fell off. The damn bus. That was what it was for me. I mean, I was pretty good during high school. Then the wheels kind of just went off. But like you hear, like these like horror stories of people like getting tongue piercings and stuff like that. Like I don't know, like Lauren did that. Her dad caught her, and that was just like the end of the day with the, with the tongue piercing. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's like I mean, when I got my tattoo, my dad wanted to sand it off. I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. I wanted to, like literally electrically grind it off. He was so upset. So upset. Still is. Still don't like him. Still hates him? Still doesn't like him. I don't think he cares anymore, but he doesn't yeah. like him. Like, if you ask him, like, oh, do you like, do you like him? No. The answer's no. He doesn't
0: get it. I don't get him either. Yeah. But yeah. that's just me. Yeah. No, I, I, I just, I can't think of too much stuff we ever did that really got in big trouble. I know that one time I was at Mizzou. So
2: your brother was well-behaved, too.
0: He, Yeah. For the he, most part? For the most part, yeah. I mean, we, did, we, all did, we both did stupid shit. Sure. From time to time,
2: normal high school boy stuff.
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, like, like my parents had to come home from Florida
2: mm.
0: from vacation because my because my uh, my brother's having a party.
2: Mm. Yeah, and it's normal. And they
0: flip the fuck out. Yeah, and it's like, and probably looking back on it, they're probably like, "Why did we flip out over that?"
2: Were your parents strict? No,
0: not at all. Like, I didn't have I didn't have curfew.
2: Okay. My parents are strict.
0: My parents all my friends had curfew, so I just came home when when they had to go home.
2: Who was tougher, your mom or your dad? I don't know. Did it like even like so like here's the deal. My mom when my mom goes back crap, it's scary as hell. Oh, that's, but my oh, dad yeah. was definitely tougher. Like my dad was just like
0: Oh yeah. Always when when my mom goes back crap even now it's it's scary scary. Yeah.
2: What is that about moms? I have
0: no idea. It's so scary,
2: dude.
0: And then my dad.
2: Did your dad yell? Is your dad a yeller? Yeah, he
0: yelled. That was, that was always the worst part. My dad
2: always did this bit down and talked through his. And he, teeth. Got, the,
0: he got the belt out, too, when we were yep. little kids. Yep,
2: yep, I remember that. You never forget that. We were
0: probably abused as children. <laughs> like, by today's standards? Oh, by today's standards? Yeah. We were absolutely abused. Blowing we
2: were, wind at people nowadays is like. We were.
0: We were not abused by nineteen eighty two standards. We were no. abused by twenty nineteen standards.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent.
0: I remember one time I threatened to call the child for or the child abuse hotline.
2: Been there, did that too. They call the child abuse hotline and they they, both always, they used to just say call. That's what my dad would yeah. say. Call, them. call. He gave me the yellow pages because yeah. kids there wasn't Google.
0: Right. Here, call do it. I dare do you. Do it. I dare you to do it. Do
2: it. it. <laughs> yeah. I remember that, man. I remember... My dad was strict. Still is. Still is. Doesn't wield it anymore because he really can't when your son's 33 years old. But my dad's right? always been strict. Always. I don't know what that's about. I don't know. I, I don't know what that's about. It's a strange dynamic.
0: Working for your dad is, is tough. Yeah. Uh, I don't punch a time clock here. Yeah. But he wants me here at 8 every morning. uh uh-huh. And I'm just not a morning guy. Yeah. And... I used to show up like around eight thirty, and I quit doing that. I get here about eight oh five, eight ten now. Yeah, but I'm still waiting for it. Yeah, because it happens about every six months. He'll just lose his crap.
2: My dad's always—you just never know which side of him you're gonna get. I don't know if your dad was like that. I always—I'm intrigued by people like what they, how they grew up. You know what I mean? So like, my dad was like one day super cool, and the next day would be like all at my ass or on my brother's ass or whatever. I don't know if that what that was about. He's still like that now. Like one day, like he's super cool. And then the next day, it's. Yeah, I, I get that is. a lot, too. You get that, too. Yeah. I don't know if it's because we're sons. I think it's a guy to son thing. Like if my dad had a daughter, I don't think it would play that way.
0: Like I'd imagine my dad's proud of me, but I don't know if he is or not.
2: Uh, I'm so glad you said that. I know my dad is not of me. 100 percent. I think that's very hard to believe. My mom did say, I do remember the one time I actually ever heard my mom say that was when uh, I was on uh, t- television in Alpena. Yeah. I remember calling my mom and be like, well, did you see it? Because it was online. You know, yeah. you can play it online, stream it online. And uh, my mom goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, well, what did dad think? And and my dad didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, that was fucked up. You know, it, it like broke my heart. And then my mom told me two, three years after that, like, oh, it's because your dad was like unable to, like, he was just crying. That's the only time I ever... Have you ever heard your dad say he was proud of you? That's
0: like that's like the Joe Buck story. Yeah. He called his mom and said, Hey, you know, did you guys see the broadcast? You know, what, what did dad think? Yeah. And Jack couldn't muster the words because Jack was crying.
2: Yeah. It's the only time. It's the only time.
0: Joe, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Here's your Ford Explorer. My favorite color, Cardinal Red.
2: <laughs> did your dad ever tell you he was proud of you? Like, tell you that?
0: I'm sure that he has.
2: I often think about that.
0: I'm sure that he has.
2: I wonder if it's like some of the things that causes some of my like neuroticness that I have.
0: My right dad wasn't there? he was always here.
2: Yeah. Always working. Always here. Always working. Yeah. Building this effing beautiful place, man.
0: Yeah. This was the. Uh, this this was this was his baby.
2: So you were around. So mom was mostly around. mom
0: was around a lot. Mom took us everywhere. Swim practice golf, you know, junior golf. My mom didn't work for. Till the time, she didn't go back to work till about I was. I think she worked when I was little. So she was full time parent. She was full time mom. She was always around.
2: That's how my mom was after
0: 1991. And then um I love my love and adore my father Absolutely. so much. Absolutely,
2: that, that's the thing. Like I think sometimes when you talk about your family, uh it tends to get like lost. Like when you talk about anything that's not like 100% pristine, you know what I mean? Like it's like people tend to think like, "Oh, you're bad." It's like no, no. It's, it's just this is, it's this is real. This is a real conversation.
0: Every, I mean, because it it wasn't like today where chi- where parents lived their lives for their children.
2: Yes, yeah,
0: they lived their life for themselves, and they had children. Children were meant yes. to be seen and not heard.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: and not that they were strict or ever said like you you, you don't talk to that person. That person's an adult. Yeah, you know, it was it was never that. Mm-hmm. But it was always be respectful, which I we I was, you know, sure, I, or, you know. It was always Mr. and Mrs. And hell, I even saw somebody uh, not recently. This was probably 10 years ago. Hi, Mrs. Wolford. Andy, you don't have to call me Mrs. Wolford. <laughs>
2: I still do that. I have Mr. Meyer, my buddy Corey Meyer's dad. His name is Gary. <laughs> and I still see Gary now, and I call him Mr. Meyer. And he goes, For the love of God, you're 33 years old. You've known me <laughs> for 25 years. Call me Gary. And I go, You got it, Mr. Meyer. I can't do it. Can't I can't do it. do it. I can't do it. I understand what you're saying, though. Like like my I've I've have a world class family and my family's been through world class drama in terms oh, we of have my too. brother you know with my yeah. brother passing away I mean, the, the to you that know, extent but. but you know but at the same point in time like yeah I, I sometimes honestly wonder like if like the neuroticness that I have and things like that like comes from whatever weird I'm like sure this part of son crap yeah I'm I have. sure
0: I'm, I'm sure it's both of my parents yeah. You know, and they and I know that they both did the best they could. Absolutely, I know they did. Absolutely, I know one hundred percent that they did. Yeah, there was you know, there's was certain. I mean, and it, it it hurts me that I haven't been able to experience it yet to that extent. Yes,
2: it yeah. sucks. Yeah, I understand. Like you know, I I do get that one hundred percent. I don't know. I just saw, I I was thinking a lot about that because it's like I, I do. You ever feel like I always feel like I'm reaching for the next thing in terms of, like, a career or or whatever. And I don't know if I ever, like, hit that plateau because I don't know if it's, like, am I doing it for me or am I doing it to, like, impress my dad? Like, as crazy as that sounds to say. I know that's I mean, super deep. But I think I mean, about that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think about that as well. I mean, because, I mean, like, they've never supported any of my yeah, no, I know. extracurricular activities. Yeah.
2: Like, when I tell my parents I want to open up a business, my mom literally goes, you're crazy. That's her exact words. You're crazy. Yeah. I'm the only one who went to college in my family. I'm the only one. I'm I, and, it, and I'm crazy. You know what I mean? It's just a wild thing. It is a very wild thing. And it, it's and it's strange because, like, Tom Zagura, the comedian, was talking about this Friday night. Like, he's like, my mom, and he was, like, literally dead serious, would shit on his dreams. He'd be like, I think I want to be a stand-up comedian. She's like, you should be a mailman. And he's like... <laughs> He's like, what? What? And she's like, that's what you're suited to do. And he's like, no, I, no. I mean, now he's a world class comedian. Like, I don't know, man. I just think it's crazy. I think sometimes we're all stuck, but at the same point in time, I also think it's it's our own duty to build our own paths, regardless of what's in the way. It is, and I fight. That. And you know, and
0: my in my life keeps bringing me back to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I left here in 2016. And went on my own path and discovered a few things through 2017 and, and, and 2018 mm-hmm. and ended up back here again last year and, you know, and doing more and it's, it's it's a good place for me to be. Yeah. I mean, I take a lot of pride in this place. Mm-hmm. I take a lot of pride in my work.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm missing.
0: But, I mean it's it's obvious to me on 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 a on a super deep level that this is what I'm meant to be doing, yeah, this yeah with yeah. with this in front of my face,
2: yeah, yeah, it's how I've always
0: felt or or like being in a production trailer, mm-hmm, yeah or doing something, yeah, and i just i just i never thought I was good enough, yeah and I don't know if that was just me Mm -hmm. or if that was, I don't think, I was never encouraged to pursue my dreams like this.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: But I also wasn't discouraged.
2: Correct. 100% agree.
0: I was just encouraged to go to college.
2: Yeah. And be a suburban male.
0: Right. And be a suburban male. Because that's what Hanselmans do. We go to college.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: My grand—both of my grandfathers had degrees, really, which is odd for that time frame. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my grandfather went to U of I. Oh, cool. And my other my my uh, my dad's dad went to U of I. My um and my uh, my mom's dad went to Clemson. Oh, cool. Great schools, both yeah. of them. Nice, yeah. good for them.
2: Yeah, I you know I I I vividly remember thinking I wanted I remember asking my parents I wanted to go to UCLA. You know, when I was leaving CBC to go to college, I wanted to go to UCLA because I wanted to be an actor. And I remember my dad being like, yeah, no. Believe in a real dream. I just remember that. I remember that.
0: And I appreciate the, you know. Brutal honesty. The brutal honesty of it, yeah. And the statistics. But, like, I think back to myself with the way I was involved in radio in the late 90s, which was just doing some stuff at the the campus radio station. And I was kind of starting to get in with a little bit with commercial radio. Sure. Not a whole lot. <clears throat> I just knew some people basically, mm-hmm. and I was like, I could, I, I, I could have. I feel like I could have gone to Los Angeles in 2001 and been the host of American Idol, or at least auditioned. Just for done
2: it. something, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And turned some, you know. I don't have any regrets in that in that sense that I didn't do that stuff but at the same time it's like mm. oh i have the regrets once i i never had the regrets
2: until i had a child and it's because i know like the different stage in my life has begun now right so like while you can always say like yeah you can go do whatever you want to do and you can make it happen blah 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 fact of the matter is now the biggest thing i have to make sure i take care of right. is a year old and you know i also have to make sure i take care of lauren and our family so it's like now my my dreams are more um you know reality based in those terms. But I often think about that man. Like I damn I wish I would have done it. I wish I would have pursued it a little bit more. I wish I and I you know and I I'm not afraid to say it. I wish I would have had a little more encouragement on that end. I remember when I said when I was bartending and I told people, Oh, I'm gonna be on the radio one day. I'm gonna be in television one day. And people would be like, Oh yeah, yeah yeah keep serving that drink guy. And then it was like, oh he did get on television and he did get a radio show. And it was like yeah, and then it was, you know what's funny? This is what the whole roundabout idea thing that I was, like, getting to was, like, after I did it, it was, like, okay, what's next? I wanted to do something, like, something else, and that's why, I, I don't know if it's about, like, reaching my own goal, like, is there an end goal, or is it, again, like, an impress an impress my whatever, you know, like, it's a really strange thing, and I, I don't know why I've been thinking about it a lot, but I have.
0: I was talking to Mike Wellington on uh, Friday at the Dodo, Mike Wellington is a local guy. Wrote a book called "Birdies for Bipolar." Mm-hmm. Uh, has a crazy story about how about his life, and uh, and just you know being a very very good golfer and being bipolar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like one time he was he was having an episode and was driving up to Windermere to go challenge to go to Tiger Woods Gate and challenge him to an eighteen hole match. <laughs> Good luck. Wrote about it in the book. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so he's, I had, I had sent the, uh, the link to the show out to a bunch of people. I just, and mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook messenger, he goes, Hey, thanks for send, sending that over to me. I said, Oh, no problem. I said, did you enjoy it? He goes, Andy goes, you're really, really good. Yeah. You're really, really good at that. And I said, no, I said, you know, it's just a fun podcast. Something comes of it. That's cool. Yeah. He goes, no, he says, people need to hear you. People yeah. need to hear that. Yeah. He goes, how come, you, how come you haven't done anything like that before? And I said, just haven't. Yeah. I just, you know, I just I didn't know. Yeah. I was scared to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, like I still talk about it. I've mentioned before. Yeah. I'm still scared to sit in my office at home and open up the Oh, and I and tell start. you how good you'd be.
2: I tell you all the time. And just, and I'm just do it. You. And
0: I still can't. I still can't do it.
2: And to be honest with you, if I knew how to set up all the podcast stuff, I would have one in my basement. Just because I, I honestly feel that, like, um, I this I use this as some sort of therapy for me. Yeah. This whole podcast situation, even when we do just like our fun topics, it is a therapy for me. It is, man.
0: It is for me as well. It's funny you if say you that. Use it it's that funny way. you say that because as when you walked in earlier, like, all right, well, how you been? Yeah. Is what I say to my therapist every yeah uh, every week when I was going to therapy all the time.
2: Yeah, man. And I honestly, you you, you think. You, From the outside, you think like nobody would want to listen to this or or hear this. But the funny part is, look right. What happened right there was I just had a moment where I was like, oh, have you ever thought about this? And then like not knowing for sure, you could have looked at me and said, you're crazy as shit, man. Like, no, I've never had a feeling like that. But in turn, you actually have. So I think there's somebody else who would be listening to this and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, man, I felt that too. Or I've thought that blah, blah, blah. Doesn't mean you feel it as deep, but I think people do feel that. I think it's real. I think it's something. I think that's the coolest part about doing a podcast is that right there is that you can connect to people. I love that.
0: Like I'm holding back thoughts because sure, I'm I'm scared that somebody might hear it that I don't want, and so sure. I and so I'm, I'm holding things back. I get it. Nothing really bad or anything really good. Yeah, it's just you know I'm I'm holding back emotion and I can feel it and I and I if you can hear that in my voice, listener, I I apologize, but do know that I I'm I'm being. Uh, truthful and, and wholesome about as great. much as I can. So, but it, it's a very, it's a very deep personal thing for me. So if, um,
2: so if I offered you the opportunity to do anything right now, any job, what would it be? Anything.
0: anything. It, at 41 years old, I have no idea.
2: What would it have been at 31? The American Idol thing, the host of a show?
0: Yeah. You'd
2: have been good at that. I know that sucks to hear at 41. <clears throat> you would have been just so you know because you host well you host this really well you move this show along great I tell you that all the time like yeah. the, the difference and that's something I actually hear from people that have listened to this show the whole the whole 14 episodes is that from episode 1 to episode 14 the flow of the show has gotten much more uh, clean you know it's more of a lucid even though our oh, yeah. thoughts are all over the place it's it's right?
0: much cleaner yeah ADD theater yeah what we call it yeah man I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss of words tonight for some reason. I don't know why. That's all right. Because that's what it is. We'll take a break, though. Take a break. Take a quick break. Take a quick break. St. Louis Podcast or St. Louis Happy Hour Podcast, St. Louis Podcast Network, brought to you by Henry Plumbing Showroom. Visit them online at henrykb.com. That's henrykb.com. We'll be right back with uh, another segment of the St. Louis Happy Hour Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network.
1: Tonight
0: Good time. It's the St. Louis Half Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy Hansel and John Alpina Sander, alongside for this second segment. Did you ever see Bohemian Rhapsody? I did. What'd you think? Loved it. It was really good. Loved it. We're going to go see Rocket Man on Friday night.
2: Are you? God, I want to see that so yeah. bad. Lauren and I both want to see that really bad.
0: Let's well, make some plans to go watch. Go see Rocket Man.
2: Yeah, that's. That's the Elton John uh, biopic, I guess. Is yeah. I call him nowadays. That looks really good. Has it gotten good reviews? I haven't read anything about the reviews. Or I anything, haven't read anything about it either, which Have... is normally a good sign. You know. If, yeah. It's when you it's when you hear about the reviews that you're in trouble.
0: So I'm excited to go see that. I'm a, I'm a huge Elton John guy.
2: Now you were telling me during the break, you've been watching some uh, some Marvel movies. Yeah, which so would make my friend Brandon very happy. So we've
0: talked about my lack of watching these movies Mm -hmm. because i was always scared i didn't know not scared i just didn't know where to start and i didn't want to be confused and not know what was going on where'd you start well we found a website which order to watch the movies in Mm -hmm. so it says to watch captain america the first avenger first okay then it says to watch captain marvel which isn't out yet yeah or uh, not available like on on demand i think it's out so
2: so, what have you watched so far?
0: So, we watched that one.
2: The Captain America.
0: Yep. And then Iron Man. Iron Man 2. Yeah. Incredible Hulk.
2: What did you think of all these? Thor.
0: And right now, we are watching the Avengers.
2: What do you think of all these? What, what are your thoughts? Which one do you like the best?
0: Um, Iron Man. Iron Man was... Oh, Yeah. Iron Man was was Iron is, Man's the, is, is the best one so far.
2: Tony Stark, played by Robert Downey Jr., is the best.
0: Yeah, so far it's the best. Uh, the the one I leaked I like I like the least was Edward Norton as the Incredible Hulk.
2: I told that. I, I'm not a Hulk guy, man. Yeah, it's just not my bag.
0: Uh, and now we have Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk,
2: which is strange, but I guess it works. I guess it works. I'm
0: I'm a Mark Ruffalo guy. Yeah. since he was thir- on thirteen going, or he was in thirteen going on thirty with Jennifer Garner. Oh yeah, yeah, love that movie too. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have the Avengers, which I'm going to go home and finish watching that this evening with my lovely. Oh, cool. And then, um, so what's what's crazy, though, is that not all this stuff is available for free on Netflix Mm -hmm. or Amazon Prime. So we've been renting it from Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. So we started watching one thing. We paid the $2 to watch it. Well, you had to watch it within 24 hours.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and I think we might have the same situation with. Uh, the Avengers. It may be a one-day rental. Sometimes they're three-day rentals. Yeah. But it was four bucks. Sure. So hopefully it's a three-day rental. I don't, I don't Have know. Have
2: you canceled your damn uh, cable yet? Yeah. Okay. I know last time you hadn't. Yeah. You still You had Hulu and the cable going. Yeah, cable's canceled. I just set Lauren's mom up with the Hulu Live. She just started it. Yeah. It's just, I'm telling you, dude, it's spreading. <clears throat> so you like the Marvel movies. That's good. You're enjoying most of them.
0: Yeah, so far.
2: Dude, Iron Man's the best one, though.
0: That's mine. It was really, really good.
2: I like Iron Man. You'd love Deadpool, too, which I don't believe is part of that Marvel universe, but you'd love it. You would love it. Ryan Reynolds is the best. The best. So, okay, you know with all this crazy rain how it does like the storm mode like storm mode you know Steve Templeton
0: roll gets out on and rolls his sleeves up because he is really working hard
2: he's really working hard standing by that green screen telling you that there's a storm possibly coming in your area within the next one to seven hours right as that's going on uh sometimes they interrupt your television programming like you may be watching a television show that you like Right. They don't normally interrupt sports games because they know better. Yeah. Because angry fan comes out very angry. Very angry. Uh, (laughs) And in particular, recently, there was a clip, and I think you're able to find it. I I have it right here. Uh, But what's crazy
0: about some of this stuff, too, (laughs) is that these storms always happen usually in May. Mm -hmm. It's just springtime. Yeah. And it just so happens that that's when a lot of the season finales are. Yes. Bad timing. People get really, really pissed off. Yes. And in turn the weatherman got pissed off. So Randy, uh, I was just taking social media, we have viewers complaining already, just go back to the show. No, we're not going back to the show folks, this is a dangerous situation, okay? It's nice, right? think about this, this as your neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of people complaining about this. Our job here is to keep people safe and that's what we're going to do. Some of you complain that this is all about my ego. Stop, okay, just stop right now, it's not. I'm, st- I'm done
2: with you people. I really am. This is pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I gotta be honest, man. That's pretty funny. Like, hey, good. First, and my first thought, my initial first thought is good for him. Like, because I'll be honest, as someone who worked in the newsroom for Channel 4 here in St. Louis, um, the amount of crap and flack you take for doing your job is ridiculous, man. Like...
0: I can't even imagine.
2: Like, when we would go into storm mode just random storm mode people would call literally call the station i can still remember the phone number of channel four call the station and be like turn it off turn it off right now (laughs) and it's like what what the f man and this would be like at like four o'clock in the afternoon on a tuesday and it would be like, the only thing on right now is Young and the Restless. Why are you freaking out? <laughs> like, seriously, we have the possibility of a tornado here. Why are you freaking out?
0: Where nothing is going to happen on Young and the Restless. No.
2: It's the same thing every time. Somebody sleeps with somebody's sister and everybody gets angry. And right. It's, and wash, rinse, repeat. There's your soap opera. You interrupted in my story. Oh, dude, it's crazy, man. People go nuts. They go nuts. People also call news stations to tell them ridiculous things that are not, one, A, true, and B, important. Like, somebody would call the station and be like, hey, my neighbor's stealing my car. And we're like, we're not the people you should be calling. You should be calling the police. <laughs> like, it's not a story. That's not a story if someone's stealing your car. Right. If someone has stolen your car and has led the police on a 60-mile, you know, wild goose hunt, then now we have a story. But not, not your neighbor is possibly stealing your car. But the truth being that that person's probably on meth and they are not stealing your car. it's crazy man it's weird
0: i can only imagine
2: the newsroom's pretty wild newsroom's pretty wild lauren just started a new uh endeavor uh that she's loving and i'm really proud of her about it um and this is totally sincere and she's making like bows for babies yeah for like little kids she's making bows and uh she hand makes the damn things and i gotta be honest with you uh not that i know uh anything about bows uh, you know i don't know anything about them but they they're awesome they're pretty amazing so we're trying to set up like a little website and try to sell them for people that have kiddos that want, i used to want uh, support a
0: company that made bows they were like out in st peter's really and uh yeah they sold they made bows and they sold them to like dillard's and all the big really stores. Yeah, we talked about this thing before on the i think we listen on the last podcast we talked about this
2: hold on keep going
0: yeah, they sold them to Dillard's and all the other kinds of... And, Are
2: you sure? Yeah.
0: And now they they had they to move their operations to Mexico.
2: I think, this is a, I, think, I think you're talking about your other show that you're on.
0: No, we talked about it on our show. I just listened to it. Maybe. I still have, I still have not gotten all the way through our last two and a half hour episode. It's
2: <laughs> it was a good one. It was a good one.
0: Talking about Rocketman, uh, the movie, have you had a chance to listen to any of the soundtrack that's been released yet?
2: Oh, is it not just Elton's stuff or is it his kid singing it?
0: It's the guy, it's yeah, it's Taryn Egerton singing it. Really? Yeah. So, Taryn Egerton is the guy, if you're not familiar, he plays um, oh, the Kingsman.
2: Mm hmm. He's also the new Robin Hood.
0: And the new Robin Hood. And I can't think of his name in the Kingsman movies. Like, it's Iggy or Iggy or something like that.
2: Yeah. Anyway, he, it's, uh, is this him singing?
0: Yeah, and this is one of my... So this song is off an album called Tumbleweed Connection. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: it, I know I own that album, the Alton John one. Which one is it? Which song is it?
0: It's this one right Country here. Country Comfort? So it's called Amarina.
2: I have this album.
0: One of my favorite songs of all time. And I just want to let Terence sing for a little bit because amazing lately i've been thinking how much wow seriously, seriously.
1: Wow. when where the to rain for
0: us now Why shouldn't the cat on town? Then she's far away somewhere.
2: And we are she dreams of crystal streams of things gone right that we would live Latin fit to burst on each other. Wow. really good
0: really really good
2: yeah that makes me want to see it more now that makes me want to see it more
0: here's the title track it's a little bit different rocket man
2: I miss the earth so much. I miss my life.
1: It's lonely out in space. On such a
2: time. damn good yeah yeah
0: that's also one of my most favorite songs of all time and this is actually my favorite version of it here this is going to show up madison square garden around the year
1: 2000
0: this is actually elton
1: zero hour nine a.m. i'm gonna be high, high. as a then he
0: couldn't hit the high notes anymore but he made up for it
1: i miss the
2: earth and the piano playing is superb i miss my wife love elton john it's one of the first albums i've ever owned it it's was so his greatest hits
1: turn
0: I'm gonna fast forward a little bit here. Gonna be long, long time.
1: All right.
0: It's like, he has a drummer named Nigel. Mm-hmm. Can't Nigel last? But Nigel's been with them for a long, long time. Really. <laughs> the end of it i love that so awesome
2: he's one of the uh just one of the greatest artists ever ever and it's kind of funny like he's almost not really talked about anymore which is kind of wild i guess just because with age kind of like billy joel same situation there yeah just as time goes on but i mean like he he was so good people forget how many hits he had
0: oh my god it's just uh, it,
2: I can't wait to see the movie now that you talked about it. I can't wait. We so, want to see the new John Wick too.
0: I want to see that as well. Yeah, I are wanna, you
2: caught up on the Wicks proper?
0: Mm, no, I just want to go see it. Oh, it's so about good. Man. Is it I need to watch oh those my God. too? God, Dude. I also want to. I want to see that movie coming out. It's called Yesterday. Yes, where yes. he's the only guy in the world that remembers remembers the Beatles.
2: Yeah, so it's like <laughs> a guy. Ha- the guy's in like a an accident or something, and then he ha- he wakes up and. He's in like a different world where people have never heard of the Beatles. So he's like, what? And he starts playing music and he's taking the Beatles music and he's playing it. And people are like, you're amazing.
0: Let's see if this translates. It's the uh, trailer to yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Let's see if this translates at all to the podcast.
2: Yeah, you got to try everything once.
0: Yeah. I mean. (laughs)
1: This
0: was my last gig. If it has happened by now, it's like a miracle.
1: Miracles happen.
2: <laughs> what happened? Aww. Electricity flicked off all over the world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yesterday, Ellie bought you a present. Oh,
2: my troubles seem wow. so far away. Now it
0: looks as though they're here to say Oh I believe in yesterday. Oh my. Why did you write
2: that? <laughs> I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? I wish I had a British accent.
1: John Paul George and Ringo, The Beatles. Stop it. Yesterday, it's one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, it's not Coldplay. It's not Fix You.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you genuinely not know who the Beatles are? Genuinely. Then I'm in a really, really, really complicated situation. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Sorry, I'm just listening to Jack's new song. What's this one called?
2: Leave it be. Let it be. Well, rock on, Jack. Oh,
1: yeah. Tell you something. I want Hi. We should talk. See, we pay and you write songs and then you make a ton of money. And then we take most of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's Keith McKinnon. That's true, too. We would
1: like you to write something right now. Something in.
2: She moves. No one's ever written this many great songs. How do you do it? tracks me like no other lover.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it feels like someone else has written all the songs.
2: Hey, Jude.
1: I've been waiting half my life for you to wake up and love me.
2: But I'm a school teacher. <laughs> you are the world's greatest singer-songwriter.
1: I'm not. Except for you are. It's going to be the greatest album of all time. I've got two men who claim that the songs are theirs.
0: Let's see how this plays out, shall we? There's something
2: you should
0: Please make some noise
2: for Mr. Jack Mallet! Let me just give you this advice. Song title. Hey Dude. That's hey, Ed Hey, dude, are you sure? Hey, dude. That's so much better. Yeah. So that looks like a pretty good one. That's yesterday. That's what yeah. it's called, yesterday. Is that coming out
0: soon? I believe June 28th.
2: Oh, yeah, coming out right around the corner. So what are you guys watching on Netflix right now? Are you just doing all the Marvel stuff?
0: We're just on Marvel stuff right now. And I'm also, but also, uh, it's today. What? Handmaid's Tale. Oh, is it today? Yeah, it's today. Ha! Huh. Have you watched that?
2: We have not watched that yet. Oh my! We're God. watching her in a different show. Elizabeth Moss is the main character yep. of *Handsmaid's Tale*. She is also uh, co-main character with John Hammond in *Mad Men*. So we're watching her, but just in a different show.
0: And she was also Zoe Bartlett on *The West Wing*. Oh, thank that's you, right. Thank you very much.
2: I'll tell you what. We uh yesterday, Lauren and I were she was doing the bows, you know, making the bows, and um for a couple customers, the people who wanted them. And I was sitting there, and I'm like, man, I don't want to watch Mad Men without her. I don't want to watch Game of Thrones without her, because we're going back and forth. Like, we watch one episode of Mad Men one night, and then we watch one of Game of Thrones, one of Mad Men, yada, yada, yada. Okay. And then blues in between. So we're, like, super stretched out in terms of, like, watching too much crap. So I was looking for something just to kind of pass the time last night, and I... Have you ever watched the David Letterman show on Netflix? Yes. My Next Guest, I yes. believe is what it's called.
0: Or My Next Guest Needs No Introduction, is right. what it's called, but yeah.
2: So I, I, I know... I, I watched one with Barack Obama. I watched one with Howard Stern. Yep. I
0: believe I watched God, one with... God, that was an incredible... Yeah. So if, if you haven't watched that, so one, of, one of the highlights of the Howard Stern interview with David Letterman was, he goes, I would pay attention to the clock so much. Because so when you're on FM radio... Mm. They go by quarter hours, mm-hmm. so if you're listening just by chance at 14 and 16, you get the, you, you would get you would get the hour mm-hmm. for the rating. So he says, I would just say the wildest shit I could think of at 14 minutes, yeah, just to make just to him, get people to stay, to stay for that, to stay for for another minute and a half.
2: Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. That Howard Stern is um, genius is a genius when it comes to radio and just getting people to pay attention. And I was watching. Look, I was going through the David Letterman ones because he's released like a whole new season, I guess. Yeah. And the Kanye West one was there. And I know last week we were talking a little bit about Kanye West and how like you're not really like. I will not watch that. I, I will be honest with you. Um, in terms of the mental health spectrum of it, it's pretty wild to watch. Really. But mostly because I mean he is diagnosed bipolar. Okay. It's doctor diagnosed bipolar. Um, and he talks about like what it's like being him when when the episodes creep up and it's it's quite terrifying like when you really think about it like I mean he he talks about it like he ultra paranoid ultra everyone's out to kill you you don't know what's going on and you just start ramping and amping up and amping up and amping up and then you you know
0: I don't know maybe it'll change my view on him because it changed mine a little bit he's
2: he's still different he's still out there in terms of like what he thinks is normal in my opinion
0: like on last week's show, we played Young Jeezy put on, mm. and I played the Jay Z remix instead of the Kanye remix. So I re- I refuse to play the Kanye. I just yeah. I I hate I, I.
2: So what is it that you dislike about him? I don't know.
0: I just don't like him. Just I don't, don't like, like his him. music. I just don't like. I don't like him. Personality. Yeah, and I don't even know the guy. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't. I don't. I don't like him as an artist.
2: I kind of feel like. To give you some sort of homework over the next couple podcasts, if you get a chance to watch it, I feel like you should watch it, even if you, like, struggle to get through it, just because I feel like it'd be really interesting, and I, because it really did, it gave it a different light to me about him, because I was like you, not a big fan. Yep. Um, His earlier music I was cool with, but the later stuff I'm really not, but not a big fan of the antics, but, like, his dad was the type of guy that would go up and yank a microphone from somebody while they were talking, because it's like... He would get real angry, real bothered by something, and that was like how he reacted. So it kind of gives you a view into why he did what the crap he pulled with Taylor Swift or Beyonce yeah. or whoever Yeah, it was. It's, that,
0: it's that kind of crap that turned me off about him. Yeah. I do want to try I do want to try and hit the post again. Oh, on the Winwood song? No, on a, on a real song. Oh, on a real song. I, I mean, on another song. A All right.
2: Short. So, by the way, for those who are listening, hitting the post means you literally, like, when you hear DJs go, uh, you know, hey, it's seventy-five and sunny out here in St. Louis, and I'm your DJ John Sandner, and this is Aerosmith with Dream On. And then when they finish saying Dream On, like the On part, the minute that N ends, they literally the song starts singing. Yeah. And that's hitting the post. So, so Andy's going to attempt. So this that.
0: is this is uh, Santa Monica by Everclear. So let's try this one. Okay. So. Y ninety eight FM. Andy with you here in the evening. Blues game fighter Night. Go blues. Y ninety eight FM. I am still living. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. And that's a short one too. Nailed it. Yeah. For real. That was. good. I didn't even, I didn't even get the chance to get into. We the, had to do that to at the broadcast weather.
2: center. We had to do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> you had to hit the post on ten straight songs.
0: <laughs> ten straight.
2: Before you could pass. Really? Yeah. You had to hit it, hit it live. You had to do ten of them pretty tough i don't know if i could do it anymore it's pretty tough
0: i'm gonna throw i'll throw one up for you
2: oh christ what's the song (laughs) i'm gonna make you do it can i at least get a song but i don't have like that announcer voice either
0: oh just do your thing uh what's the
2: song gonna be so i could try to have an idea as to what i'm going into here
0: In sync. bye bye (laughs) bye
2: okay this is gonna be so bad so bad it's
0: gonna be awesome All right, here we go in van two, one.
2: Z-1077, I'm John Sander, your host for the afternoon. And of course, we're bringing back an oldie but a goodie. This is
0: NSYNC. Ah, damn, I missed it. Damn it. Fire me. Y98 (laughs) FM, staring down some NSYNC's bye-bye-bye. Blues game five tomorrow night, Y98 FM. (laughs) (laughs) Missed it, missed it. Tough. That's a tough one because leading up. Well, I don't know if, if does it count here? Hey, hey. Bye,
2: bye. You got
0: to get out before the hey, hey. You do got to get out before the hey, hey. All right. right. Y-98 FM, 73 degrees in the Gateway City. Staring us in sync. It's bye, bye, bye right here on Y-98 FM. Hey, hey. Oh, you nailed it. Bye, bye, bye. I also got to try it three times. <laughs> you nailed it. Damn it. Damn it.
2: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Hit the post. Hit the post. All
0: right. I'm going to give you another one. Oh, boy. What is it? This is Blank Space by, by Taylor Swift.
2: Oh, my God.
0: All right. You got your thoughts? Yeah. Coming out of the, coming out of the old record.
2: <laughs>
0: Fading into the WIL
2: WIL 92.3. I'm John, your host. It's a sunny day here in St. Louis. Coming up that..:
0: ah,
2: It's so hard. It's so hard.
0: You got to do a song you know. You got to give me a song that you know that has a...
2: Oh, man. I don't know. It's so... Um... So, like, the trick for me was always I would get smart and I would fail the first round at Broadcast Center, right? And then I would watch the time and know that there's six seconds to talk before yeah. a song, right? So that was how I was smart enough to pass these things. Um, without looking, I'm trying to <clears throat> play the music in my head. I got to be honest. Uh, it's kind of tough. It's kind of it's tough. I'm trying to think of a song. Your classic
0: rock station here in St. Louis. Heading for a high of 84 degrees tomorrow. It's going to be a beautiful day. Some eagles to get you through your Wednesday night right here on your classic rock station here in St. Louis. St. Louis Podcast Network. Nailed it. Nailed it. I had to stretch it, though. But it doesn't matter.
2: Perfect. It's
0: perfect. But it doesn't matter, does it? No. You just got to get it done. No.
2: We're going to see Sean Mendez. You know Sean Mendez. I do Mendes know Sean Mendez. We're going uh, June 30th. His newest song's pretty good. We're going to uh, see him, I believe it's at the Enterprise Center.
0: All right, so let's do some Take It or Leave It.
2: Take It or Leave It?
0: Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just grabbing my stuff. Da, 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 da. All right, let's see. Where would we like to start for Take It or Leave It? Uh, <clears throat> First and foremost Have you ever um, bought yourself a cake Andy Have you ever bought a cake for a party Yeah And you ever gotten home And you have like 25 people hanging around Sure And then you go to cut that cake And it's uh, not cake Take it or leave it Walmart served a Texas family graduation cake Made of styrofoam
0: I'm gonna guess it was a display Somebody picked up the, the uh, display Mm-hmm. And then they said, hey, or decorate this for us.
2: So uh, this story is from USA Today. One high school graduate's party was ruined by a plastic foam cake covered in frosting and decorations.
0: Would, this- you, eat, would you eat the frosting <laughs> off of it?
2: Oh, that's a good question. That's a good
0: question. Unless it was Crisco. just straight. Because sometimes they do that, like, is just do, like, straight Crisco with frosting.
2: Marcy Flores, the graduate's mother, told the TV station that a Houston-area Walmart gave her a graduation cake made out of plastic foam for her daughter's special day after failing to prepare the two-tier cake. The store offered her another smaller free cake of charge to make up the initial mistake. Smaller? Yeah, they gave her a smaller one. That doesn't Walmart- seem
0: like that's how you make up for it. Because Walmart, you know, they're really suffering on the, on the money-making front.
2: Uh, yeah. The family received a $60 gift card from Walmart for the incident. We apologize for our mistake, a Walmart spokesperson wrote in the statement for USA Today. This is never something we want to take place. No. Our store manager has made their best effort to make the situation right and will continue to work with the bakery team. $60 <laughs> is what they gave them for screwing up their cake. Walmart.
0: I mean, a gift card and a free cake? I'm, I'm down. I'm cool. I'm taking it.
2: <clears throat> take it or leave it. David Letterman admits Late night rival Jay Leno Was the funniest person Ever
0: On that On the Tonight Show So
2: this is from E.T. It says David Letterman and Jay Leno Have obviously had issues Between each other Sure And they came up In the L.A. comedy scene In the 1970s Um, But uh, The relationship soured After Johnny Carson announced After he was retiring That Letterman was not Getting the spot And that his successor Would actually be Jay Leno Which that uh, Then you know Letterman went off to Which was
0: shocking news
2: That was shocking news Back then wasn't it
0: Shocking news
2: They were friends for over Two decades man Before this happened
0: I mean It's possible that Jay Leno's stand up Was Could be the funniest Ever Mm -hmm. But on the Tonight show It was just So were you a Letterman guy Yes Because Leno Seemed like it was just Geared towards my Grandparents Yeah Just awful joke Yeah Joke writing
2: very in the middle Never wanting to cross the line Extremely a in the middle So this was uh Letterman talked to Mark Maron Of the What the F podcast Yeah I don't know if you ever Listened to Mark Maron's podcast It's really good uh, But he was talking with him, And he insisted that Leno Was far superior Stand up comic than he was In fact he said Jay was always the funniest person Without question uh, Do you I know, guess how old David Letterman is
0: David Letterman is I believe is 78 years old 72 I I was a little over Okay
2: So you would have chosen uh, You would have chosen Letterman Yes. Yeah, I think I would have chosen Letterman, too. Although I like Jay Leno.
0: I mean, uh, I, Jay Leno is much more well-known as a stand-up comic than David Letterman ever was. Were you a Conan guy? You know, there were certain things that I really liked. In the year 2000. Yeah. That was really funny. Um, the stuff that he did with Robert Schmeigel. Robert Schmeigel. Schmeigel? Schmeigel. 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 Schmeigel? Schmeigel. Was really, really good. Uh, like comic Or uh, Trying off the comic insult dog mm-hmm. uh, That's what's really really funny um, Yeah Some of the Yeah Coney's just crazy You a Kimmel guy? I do like Jimmy Kimmel Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah Yeah. I love the thing with Matt Damon
2: Yeah like the fake feud they have going yeah. on It's
0: it's going on for years And it's still so funny The
2: I'm, I'm fucking Matt Damon thing Yeah It's one of the funniest things with Sarah Silverman <laughs> If you've yeah. never seen it Just google I'm fucking Matt Damon Sarah Silverman um, Take it or leave it Believe it or not uh, Dwight from The Office Did you ever watch The Office? Oh my
0: god Tell me you've seen The Office, man I've seen The Office I was just not a big fan Really? It, I, didn't, I did not find it funny
2: Did you watch a lot of it Or just like a few
0: episodes? I, I, bet I bet I've watched 30 episodes of The Office You didn't
2: think it was funny? No. That's always funny The Office does tear people down the middle When it comes to what they think is funny
0: Yeah I am just. I mean I'm just not big on British comedy mm-hmm. And I just I don't get it
2: So believe it or not There was actually Going to be a spinoff uh, For Dwight after oh, The really? Office ended in 2014. Uh, in fact, the spinoff was going to be called The Farm in terms of his beet farm. Okay. I don't know how much you know about it. I
0: don't. know, I know nothing.
2: Uh, in fact, for those who do know, the 17th episode of The Office's ninth and final season actually served as the backdoor pilot introducing Dwight's family after the death of his aunt Shirley. The Farm, which is what the spinoff would have been called, would have been focused on expert beet farmer Dwight and his brother Jeb. And his sister, Fanny, as they take over the land that his aunt left behind. Now that I think about it, they totally did have an episode that seemed to, like, run right into that. Uh, But they obviously, NBC, decided not to move forward with it and passed on the spinoff. That would have been weird. I think that would have ruined it if they would have had that.
0: Probably. I don't know, though. I'm leaving it because I don't watch The Office.
2: Take it or leave it. Apple has officially shut down iTunes.
0: Yeah, but they've they've just split it up into three different things: video, music, and podcasts. Correct. Actually. So, correct, correct, correct. It's uh, so, but so. now you
2: now instead of buying music, now you'll just do what I've been doing forever, which is essentially pay to stream it.
0: Yeah, and which is what they should have done years, years ago. So, I mean, well, it, I've
2: been doing it for years. Do you do that? Oh God, yeah. So I do the nine ninety nine a month for Apple Music.
0: Oh, see, I do I do Spotify. And then, uh, I get some stuff with my Amazon Prime.
2: And did you see that, uh, XM Sirius bought Pandora? Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I heard about that. Stern was actually talking about that.
0: Huh. Interesting. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I was just reading about this with the, uh, the iTunes going away. It's kind of crazy, man, that, that it's going to be gone. So you can't, so like, where else will you be able to buy music from now on? Like purchase the actual song. It's so like where you own it. Is that not possible anymore? That's what I'm more wondering about Like as I'm reading this it doesn't really Say anything about you Being able to purchase music Anymore like you'll be able to stream it Which is fine but you don't own it Then right so like Right Like I'm able to download the music like on my On my phone And like get a song on there right away And it's like in my phone but I think the minute I would Stop subscribing I would lose the music I would assume because I don't have the right to it
0: I think you're correct. I don't know where you would actually buy stuff.
2: It's kind of weird. Now that I actually really think about it.
0: I'm trying to find something. Oh, here it is. What is it? We've been playing this on the air. So, you're familiar with Kawhi Leonard, right?
2: <laughs> yes. Toronto Raptors all-star uh, guard, small forward. Whatever kind call of a... swingman. Swing man.
0: Kind of a uh, a dry personality, to say the least. Well, <laughs> anyway, so he laughed at during a press conference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you have you heard about this?
2: Yeah, it's actually really funny.
0: And he, someone took the laugh. You, I feel like with the round ball rock song. It's John Tesh's version of the, the song that used to intro the NBA uh, and NBC. Yeah. Well, someone took that laugh and put it to. Kyrie Ivings uh, Kyrie Irving's, uh, sorry, Kawhi Leonard's laugh.
1: Stop it. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Wow. <laughs> I just think that is the funniest thing going right now. Wow, uh, I don't know where to go from there. Sorry, to interrupt you, take it or leave <laughs> it for that.
2: Uh, take it or leave it. A woman used Facebook Marketplace to sell her quote slightly used breast implants. Would you uh, allow someone to sell you slightly used breast implants? No. A Texas woman had something literally to get off her chest. An ad posted on Facebook Marketplace by Tammy Nichelle. Huff of San Antonio is going viral because of the unique items for offer slightly used quote unquote size D breast implants Huff's post explained that she had upgraded to a new pair of implants and was looking to sell her old quote set either as a pair $200 or individually for $100 you could buy one breast implant for $100 or both well, I guess maybe
0: if you had one similar in size that ruptured and you needed just one
2: slightly used by another person I don't know. It grosses me out.
0: No, that's a no. That becomes health waste. It needs to be destroyed.
2: Uh, just to add a little bit of insult to Huff's injury, uh, this is what she put underneath the post. Good used set of titties for sale. Upgraded, so gonna need these gone. Low mileage on them. Would Low mileage have, on them. All you'd have to do is pay for the installation.
0: Minimal titty fucking. Asking
2: two hundred for both or one hundred a piece. Will sell separate. Size D hit me up before they're gone. HMU. She also added that the implants come from a smoke-free, clean home. This is a true story from Texas. What in the hell is wrong with people from Texas? We're leaving that. Oh my god. Dude, why didn't she just get a better price for two though? Like if you're going to charge 100 for one, like then you got to offer two for like 198. One, yeah, like 175.
0: Give 175. Two bucks off. We go 175. 175 for for the set.
2: That's really bad, man. That's really bad. So, uh this is a weird take it or leave it, but take it or leave it. Uh, the USA Today Life section uh, has decided to release the top 100 songs. as determined by 24-7 Wall Street. Okay. Um, they've... Uh, yeah. So, can you try to guess what number 100 would be?
0: Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond.
2: Kung Fu Fighting is number... By Carl Douglas. Yeah, that is number 100. I'll let you try to guess now... Uh, okay, let's just do the, uh, what do you think, number 10?
0: Well, I like guessing games, so I need some initials.
2: All right, number 10, uh... is the song
0: initials of the singer? Give me your song initials.
2: Let's, I'll give you the artist. How about that? Okay. Bill Withers, number 10.
0: Uh, Ain't No Sunshine.
2: Ding, 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 correct. Uh, number nine, the artist is The Beatles. Number nine, greatest song of all time. Are there time.
0: more Beatles songs in the top 10? Yes. Yes. Something.
2: Nope. Hey Jude. Mm-mm. Let it be. Yes. Okay. Number eight. Queen.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody.
2: Correct. 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 Uh, just some stats for these. Uh, Bill Weathers' Ain't No Sunshine. The year was 1971 when it came out. Total weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. 16. Number of times covered. 231. Let it be. The Artist, The Beatles. The year 1970. Total weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. 14 and... Number of times covered, 316. Bohemian Rhapsody, 1975. Uh, total weeks on the Hot 100, 41 weeks, and it's been covered 121 times. Can you guess number six? And it's more recent. Artist. Number six and more recent. Lady Gaga.
0: Poker Face. No. Jeopardy theme song. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, five, four. Yeah, I'm on the clock. Three. Four, I don't know.
2: Bad romance. Ah, bad romance. Bad romance. 2009, and it was on the Hot 100 for 35 weeks in a row. Nice. Uh, number five. Also recent. Also recent. John Legend.
0: Uh, I'm shocked that this is a oh number my five God. all what time. What is the name of that song? Uh, <laughs>
2: Mm -hmm. All of me.
0: That's right. John
2: Legend 2013. It was on the top 100 for 59 straight weeks. Holy crap, man. Uh, Number four, we're back to the Beatles. Hey Jude. Hey Jude, you're right. 1968 and it was on the hot 100 for 19 weeks. Why were these songs only on, like the older songs were only on the top 100? Is it because there's less good music coming out now? That's my theory.
0: Good theory. I like it.
2: Uh, number three, also a new artist, a newer artist, uh, Adele, can you guess the song?
0: Uh, Fire to the Rain. No. Rolling in the Deep.
2: Rolling in the Deep, that's right, 2010, and it just decided to pop up some crazy stuff. Uh Uh-oh, we've lost internet. Rolling in the Deep was 2010, and then Scrolling, Scrolling, Please Forgive Me, Time Kill Music. trying to see what it is did you ever did you like adele i do i like adele too i think her voice is incredible yep uh rolling in the deep was on the top 100 for 65 weeks in a row long time number two artists simon and garfunkel
0: bridge over troubled water
2: damn nailed it nice year 1970 and it was on the hot 100 for 14 straight weeks again see how it's a short period of time that's really strange to me it's really strange and then number one, the number one song is determined by 24-7 Wall Street in the USA today is by the Beatles. And what song is it? Something. Yesterday. Yeah, How yesterday. ironic is that? Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, 1965, and it was on the Hot 100 for 11 weeks in a row. Pretty crazy. Uh, take it or leave it, Jay-Z is officially hip-hop's first billion, with a B, billionaire. First billionaire.
0: I thought it was uh, Doctor Dre. Ooh, that's a good that's a good rebuttal with the, with the Beats deal.
2: I would have thought so too. Let's see. And uh, Jimmy Iovine. Let's see. This is from TMZ. Uh, in fact, the the title from TMZ is "Jay Z is the first rapper to hit $1 billion, uh, says Forbes magazine. Sorry, Dre. That's what it says. Jay Z's got something else to brag about. He's the first hip hop artist to be worth one billion dollars. Jay-Z's net worth is officially in the three-comma club, according to a, news, a new Forbes report that totaled all of his income from multiple business ventures and subtracted a healthy amount to account for a superstar lifestyle. When it's all said and done, here's the breakdown of the value of the stakes of Jay-Z. $310 million for his champagne, which I've never even heard of. Armand de Bronc, I guess? champagne 310 million okay 220 million in cash and investments including a 70 million dollar stake in uber i had no idea 100 million dollars off of some do you say cognac okay 100 million for title i don't know what title is i don't know either 75 million for rock nation which is the clothing company i believe okay uh 75 million for his music catalog so he makes some of his least money from his music which yeah. is incredible 70 million from his art collection and he has $50 million in real estate. Add it all up. It's a cool billion dollars. Uh, let's see. Of course, Jay's claim to, here we go to your Dr. Dre stuff, to hip-hop billionaire could be contested by Dr. Dre, who said he accomplished the feat back in 2014 when he, when he signed the deal for $3.2 billion with Apple. Yep. Wow. God, that's, that's big money, man. Jesus. Mm. God, would you like to be a billionaire?
0: Uh, Yeah. Mm.
2: God. Did you see that guy from uh, Jeopardy? Lost, James Holzhauer.
0: I had and I hadn't been watching him either because I because I thought the season ended. Yeah. A, a while back because but it was just when they stopped taping the season.
2: Oh, okay. And so did you I, see I did, like, Alex Trebek's things like in remission? He says it? that he's uh, it's gone down like fifty percent. That his tumor's gone down like fifty percent. That he's in near remission. That's what he really? told the papers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Holzhauser had thirty-two wins by the way on Jeopardy, and he won. Two million four hundred sixty-two thousand dollars. That's crazy. Professional sports gambler. Yeah. And he lost to Emma Botcher. He was just sixty thousand dollars short of the all-time game show record
0: by Ken Jennings.
2: Yep. That's crazy. Man. That was a
0: crazy run too. Ken Jennings was incredible. And
2: what was he playing? What was Ken Jennings playing? Jeopardy. It was Jeopardy? Is uh-huh. that what he played? Uh-huh. Wow. God, those guys are so damn smart. Take it or leave it. Drinking twenty-five cups of coffee is still safe for the heart. Stuttish no, says. I'm going to leave that. The British Heart Foundation claims that up to 25 cups of coffee a day will not harden your arteries. The organization tested 8,400
0: people. Can you imagine how much you'd pee?
2: I, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, that's just a lot, man. That's that's remarkable. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that. Previous studies had linked drinking coffee with the hardening of arteries that pump blood from your heart to other parts of your body. If arteries become stiff... It can increase stress on the heart and raise a person's chance of having a heart attack or a stroke. But this new thing says it's not. Wow. That's pretty crazy. 25 cups a day. I couldn't even imagine. I have two cups of coffee a day, and I'm done. I'm done.
0: I've, I can I can pretty much do one. Yeah. Oh, do you... Uh, so,
2: yesterday was a big day in uh, St. Louis, or Missouri in general. Yesterday became the first day that... Um, you could apply to use, grow, or sell medical marijuana, in Missouri. Oh, very nice! Yeah. I'm taking that. Yeah, definitely take that. Yeah. Let's see one more for you. One more for you. Let's see. Ah, here we go. We'll do this one. Uh, baby shark. You know what baby shark is? Yes. That is uh, now going to get its own show, its own TV series on Nickelodeon.
0: Oh, I thought it already had its own show.
2: No, 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 no. So, so what, it's
0: is, it's what does Baby Shark stem from?
2: So it's essentially a viral video. Yeah. It's just a video that went viral. And then they've made like other Baby Shark like knockoff videos, oh, okay. like Baby Car, dun, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. And now it's, it's going to get its own do, do, TV do. show right, well, on Nickelodeon. That's, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So for all those parents out there, now you get to hear it even more often.
0: That's John Alpina-Sander. I'm Andy Hanselman. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's the St. Louis Happy Hour Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network.